are so many people today that think their story is no good. They don't like their story, they don't like what's going on in their lives, and the struggles and the issues that they're dealing with seems to be non-stop. One of these persons is actually sitting with me right here today. And by the way, the show's name today is The Impact of Story. She never knew that her life took a desperate turn and that she was gonna be in hiding from her own emotions pretty much the rest of her life, the way it was set up. And yet, when she learned to love her story, when she learned to step into what God wanted to do with who she was and not who she labeled herself with, and what became with, with guilt and shame and pain and all that stuff that come with all that, everything turned around. And my friend, today for you, you're going to see that the story in you is gonna make this world a better place. With me is Linda Olson. She's an expert in this field. And today we're going to talk about how your story matters. She's with Wealth Through Stories. Linda, welcome. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. I am so glad you're with us. Your life did not start easy. What happened? No, it didn't start easy. I was 14 years of age and through a tractor accident, my precious little two-year-old brother was killed. I was the one driving the tractor. So you can only imagine the shame, the guilt, the loneliness, the fear, just that huge load that I took on that day. Now I have a question on that because when people come around you that moment, I know your parents loved you, I know they were there for you, but was the problem addressed of you having to live with that at that point? You know, it really wasn't. I grew up in a culture where emotions were repressed. And so the hardest part was, although people reached out and did what they could, there was nobody to really talk to. Because, you see, they had the idea that if they, uh, they talked to me about this, this would just trigger more pain. And so they thought it was best not to talk about it. So no one talked about it when I desperately needed someone to talk to. You know, uh, I can actually relate to that in a different way. Because when I grew up, I was afraid of my dad. And he had never done anything wrong. So I went to a high school and told the high school teacher, I'm afraid of my dad. And then when my dad found out later about that in a, in a positive way, my mom came to me and said, Barbara, what have you done? And that was the end of the story. So from that moment on, I always tried to prove to my parents by trying to earn brownie points mm -hmm. to, to be accepted, even if they did. In my mind, it didn't. But with you, how come and how is it possible from where you were you're sitting here teaching people their story, even with your background. Well, it was a long journey to healing, a very long journey. But when I came to complete healing, uh, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. And, and he said, first of all, now it's time to write your story. Well, I had never once in all those years ever considered writing my story. And so this whole idea of story just kind of was new and fresh and exciting. And I researched it and I thought, you know, story is so important. Why aren't we all telling our story every day? And I discovered the number one reason 
is that most people don't think they have a story, at least not one that others would want to hear. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> nothing could be farther from the truth. I've helped people in the last 40 years with their story, and I've yet to find one person who does not have a story. Everybody has a story, and a story that matters. I, I have seen you work, I love what you're saying, because people do have a story, no matter the circumstances they're in. So what I'm hearing you say, basically, is that the story that they have, they don't like? That's basically it. You know, that our story is who we are. Our vision is what we do with who we are. And so often we're so focused on what are we doing? Are we performing for somebody? Are we receiving the recognition we want and so forth? But we fail to work on who we are. And it's really as the more we work on who we are, the greater the depth in our story, the greater the impact the more people we can reach. So this is where it really starts. It starts with our story. Everything starts with our story. Huh. So how do you flip that around? Because it's basically a mentality. So how do you flip it around from I have nothing to I have a story? What, what are the beginning stages on that? Well, that's a good question. And it really has to do with our value. We have to value ourselves to recognize that, yes, I have something worth sharing. I am important. And it's really looking at God's truth. Who does God say that I am? Rather than letting other people decide who we are. Who does God say I am? If he saw us valuable enough to create us, I mean, you think about all the people in the world that we are different. I am different than you. You are different than your friends. We are unique and special in God's eyes. Mm -hmm. That's how much he cared for us, to create us as unique individuals with unique stories. No one in the whole world has a story just like me. That's true. That's mm -hmm. very, very true. So what I'm really hearing you say is the baggage from the past is really not who we were created to be but to, to step into that authority and own it. Absolutely. So with a story like yours that you shared so easy, and I'm sure it didn't come easy, how were you able to flip that around, you know? How were you able to talk about it without tearing up every time, without the pain? What was the trigger for you to say, now I can live with this? Well, that was a step-by-step -step process. It's a journey. And for me, it was a very long journey. I worked with a number of different professionals, a therapist, a coach, different people who helped me step by step through that process. And a big part of it came actually when I worked with a therapist 15 years after the accident happened. And she walked me through the whole journey of Thanksgiving. I want to hear a lot more about that because that is so key. It's so key for you to step into what you need to become by being willing to do with the pain that's there. But once you get through it, everything changes and you too will be a champion. Stay tuned. You want to find out how.
Smart TV is all about you getting the needs met that you have. Satan wants to steal, kill and destroy your life, but Jesus wants to give you the abundant life. How do we do that? We have guests with stories and God wants to do the stories again in your life. He wants to change your life, He wants to improve your life and He wants you to have all the benefits. What are the steps you need to take for you to own your story? And we were just talking about that. So what were those steps that helped you to transform? You know, in this whole process, as I looked back, I realized there are a number of things that came up. First of all, every time those negative emotions came up, I had to identify that negative emotion. Was it fear? Was it loneliness? Was it shame? Was it guilt? What was it that was really coming up right then? Then, secondly, I had to make a choice. What was I going to do now? Was I going to run and avoid uh, from it? Or was I going to face that emotion and deal with the pain? And thirdly, just because I made a choice doesn't mean it happened. Thirdly, I had to take action. And the more I could just face, face the pain every time it came up, it would take me one step further into healing. Wow, that would be tough to do. It's easier to go eat ice cream. Absolutely, it is so, easier to do anything but face but it. face it, because you have to go in. So you did that, and that was your transformation? Or did you ever feel you owed anything to Billy? Not so much that I owed it to him. Remember, even though his life was gone, I had crushed my parents. I had my siblings, two were crushed. I felt like I, I owed to my parents. Mm. And it's like there was nothing I could do or say that could make up for the pain that I had caused. Nothing, right. nothing. And so, with many, many tears, you know, I came to God and I said, God, just as you're bringing me here healing, bring them healing. Mm. That's all I can ask, is bring them healing. Wow. And now you're sitting here. Everything is turned around. Uh, the past is the past, you know. Nobody meant harm in any way. And you own your story. And it's actually blessing Billy by you helping so many people mm -hmm. in the world today. So we have so many people that are struggling with their story. What advice could you give them to help them to make that switch, to be willing to go deeper into their story, to start getting ready to become a champion in their life? You know, one of the first things is, is just know that your story is important. Your story counts. Mm. It is valuable. And take a look at what you have overcome. They wouldn't be here today if they hadn't overcome something because we all live in this broken world. Right. And so if they consider what they have overcome, that's all part of their story. And hopefully that will give courage to then step forward to the next step. Wow, that makes sense. 
Now you are teaching and training people. I've taken your training class now, the, the, the one to come to the retreat twice. And I was amazed by learning the same tools twice now, how each time in more depth it brought so much answers and so much revelation to help me with my story and the ministry that we do here today. So could you share a little bit about those retreats and what your goal and plans are for these people? Oh yes, I'd be happy to. So what I do at the retreats, I really help people find create and tell their story. It's about knowing that their story is valuable and then to know how to put it together. You know, many times we go on and on and on about our story, oh, yeah. but if we can learn to hone it in to two minutes or less, because attention spans wait, wait, are wait, so wait. short. You need to know all the emotional <laughs> details, even the color of the carpet, right? No. <laughs> that's, that's what we think. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we think. Yeah. Because we try and paint that picture for someone and think they need all the detail. They don't need the detail. They just want to know the point. They want to know how you were helped, what transformed your life, and so as I, as I take them step by step and show them these places, the mission that God has given me is to impact a million people a year through story. And if I can help you and you help many others and I can help other people here, then each one you know, can help others and together, together we can impact millions. Wow, yes. and I believe you will. I believe you will, because mm, I've seen you. it in action. And my friends, you just, when you own your story, everything changes. Mm. Now you've been teaching many, many people already. Could you show us a tool kind of in how you do this? Oh, I would be happy to. <clears throat> right here is a card and it says embraced by his love, I am a designer special. And the verse says, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. It is amazing to think about. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. Psalm 139 verse 14. So every time we think that our life isn't important, it is not valuable, then what I suggest is just to say stop stop huh. read the verse and then depending on the day of the week it is then sunday monday tuesday so let's say it's monday uh -huh. put a little check under monday okay and i don't care if this comes up 20 30 times in the same day but if you do this consistently just each time Say the verse out loud, read it if you don't know it, uh -huh. read it out loud, yeah. put a little check. Uh -huh. I can assure you that by the end of one week, you will have a lot less checks, if any. Wow. Because basically, this principle is based on James 4, 7, to submit to God. Resist That's what we're the doing. devil. Resist the devil. And he will flee from exactly. you. Exactly. So that's his yes. promise. And he's going to say, well, I'm not going to mess with her because, <laughs> my goodness, she's just throwing God's word. And nothing, as we know, is as powerful as his word. Wow, thank you. For, did yes. you get that? Did you get that? Resist and he will go. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Peace is beautiful. However, finding peace is not always easy. But the result when you get there is life-changing. Are you ready to dream bigger, pray bigger, believe bigger, and live bigger? If you want to break free from dull Christianity and transform to a vibrant, active believer, what are you waiting for? Dare to Believe Big teaches you to believe like never before. It is time to grow, evolve, and expand. Discover four words that can transform your life. Are you ready to build a relationship with God? God has incredible plans for you. It is an exciting opportunity, and you can live each day with a high expectation of what God will do next. Don't wait any longer and sign up for your new free membership. Sign up now and get a free gift at daretobelievebig.com. It's all about our identity. And once we get to see who God created us to be, like you to be, it all changes. Especially once you get to know Jesus Christ and whom He says that you are. He sees you as who He created you to be. He sees you as a mighty warrior. He doesn't see you where you see yourself. And that is so exciting. And with me is Linda Olson, who has the entire program, Well Through Stories, who is teaching and equipping you how to step into that identity and to be a champion. Just recently, this last year, I told somebody who had was just found out that she had four-stage cancer. And I told her, I want you to say every day, I am a champion. <laughs> I was blown away. Only half a year later, I ran into her and I did not recognize this woman who was on fire, excited, because she knew she was a champion. And that is basically what you teach and what you do. So the first tool you gave us is how to step into that, that we just hit in our last segments. What was amazing to me, it seemed so simple. And people might want to dismiss it saying, oh, this is ridiculous. But with my friends, this worked. With you, it worked. Are there any other tools that help people that are struggling with fear today, especially with the coronavirus and everything that is going on, that they are struggling because they have given up hope in this world? Well, as you know, fear is is the number one negative emotion. We all deal with fear on many different levels. And the same tool that I in introduced um, in the last segment is the same tool that works in facing our negative emotions like fear, like guilt, loneliness, shame, whatever it is. So for example... So can you use me as an example with that right now? My granddaughter fell 40 feet on a hard rock bed mm. and, and 40 feet down. We couldn't see her afterwards. And then when we tried to find her, we found that she was alive. She's fine, which we found out later that God had himself wrapped around her when she dropped, which we heard from a source out of state. It was incredible. But the fear of every time my granddaughter being on an edge somewhere is so real, so how do I turn that around? The key is remembering God's promises. Those have not changed. The only thing that's changed is our circumstances. So if every time that fear that comes from mm -hmm. deep within 
then we take one of the verses on fear and one of my favorite ones that I use all the time is 2 Timothy 1 7 so just go ahead and read this verse right now for God has not given us a spirit of fear yes but of power and of love and of a sound mind so fear is not from God that's from the enemy right and so we have to remember what he has given us Take that last part of that again. What has he given us? But of power and of love and of sound mind, I have to dress myself in what you're saying and look at what went right that day instead of what could have gone wrong. Well, and the fact that we have access to God's power, God's love, and God's sound mind at any time, any moment. Wow. That is available 24-7. And if we just remember that and claim it, so as we claim it, every time that fear comes up, say the verse, or if you know it, um, you know, read it or, or say it out uh -huh. loud, if it's appropriate. Wow. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, oh, and of love, love, and a sound mind. mind. And then with the same little tool, whatever day of the week oh, it is. No, I'm gonna if have it's to do Saturday. It's Saturday. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, as you are disciplining your mind to do this, this is also a little discipline. So you just mark it. So if it's Saturday, put a little check under Saturday. And then you do it a number of times. And again, I'll tell you what, because we are submitting to God resisting the, the devil, devil and he will flee that's God's promise he will flee so if we do that we will have victory over fear every time it comes up Linda thank you you know what I did not even realize it was an issue till Linda started talking today all I was I was stepping in automatic every time that four-year-old got close anywhere to height mm -hmm. and the and the PTSD and the dreams and the falling over and over were hard in the beginning, but this works. Why? Because we have a mighty God, a mighty God. And that's what you're talking about here. Absolutely. Linda, give me we more. We have to claim. We give have to claim. Well, in this, you know, particularly now, people are facing so much loneliness, so much loneliness. And I went through a lot of that mm. in my story as yeah. well. Yeah. And so we have to let them know they are not alone. Use the same principle. Here, go ahead and read this. For God has said, I will never fail you and I will never abandon you. I will never, never. That means never are you getting absolutely that? okay absolutely never so defeat loneliness embrace his presence whether we feel him or not he is there he is there so we just have to claim it and we can remind him and say just as he reminds us we can remind him and say god you promised you were there i have to trust you right now this moment that you are here with me. So I am asking, I am asking you to just reveal your presence to me. As I claim, as I claim this right now, I am not alone. You are here with me. You will give me the courage, the strength to do what I have to do right now. Linda, show this to the audience right now, to the viewer. And I am asking the viewer right now to read this right now with me. Are you ready? 
For God has said, I will never fail you and I will never abandon you. Did you get that? Did you get that? That is going to change. Actually, the Holy Spirit is saying to me, you have to say it again. So we're going to have to say it again. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Write down right now Hebrews 13 verse 5 and start saying that. Oh no, Linda, how many days a week? Seven days oh, a week. There we go again. Seven days Seven a week. Seven days a week. Yes. And, and again, you can just get out a little three by five card and just put the initials for the days of the week. M, you know, just like I did here. So S-M-T for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Very, very simple. The other side, write out the verse, write out the verse. And any time you are beginning to feel lonely, all you do is say the verse. And if, if it's wow. appropriate, say it out loud. Check whatever day of the week it is. And I'll tell you, this tool will work because, again, I said this is applying James 4, 7. We're submitting to God as we share his word. We're resisting the devil, and there's no more powerful way to resist him than to apply God's word. And oh, he yeah. has promised that us peace. That devil is going to be toast. He has promised us yeah. peace. Absolutely. Okay. It's a simple, simple tool, but works every time. Every so, time. Linda, this is so simple and yet so powerful, and it's going to change lives. Mm. If anybody wants to connect with you, what is your website? Wealththroughstories.com. And people can get a hold of you through that and learn and be impacted that their story is making a difference. Your new book is coming out. So thank you for coming to the show. Give me just 10 seconds about the show real quick about your book. Oh, the book is called Love Your Story and it's all about owning the story. This tool that I just shared with you, this is one of several tools, practical tools to know who we are in Christ and the power that is available to us as we trust him. Thanks, that, that is rock. It, it, you know, she rocks my world every single time. I just want you to tell, I would like you to connect with us. We want to help you. 855-515-5550 or go to our website, barbtv.org. And know this, God has created you for more. God loves you and so do I. And one that really knows how to fight for what is right to stand up to make a difference and to step into that is Christine Halajin. So that's a definitely clear call for Armenian nation to stand up, stand up for righteousness, stand, stand up for justice. And how can you have a justice in, for everyone that's going to impact the nations if you don't have it in your own country? And you can use me too. That is the start. That is the start of switching that victim mentality around. You were available. I was available. In fact, Holy Spirit led me to go to Armenia. 